The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is sponsored by Acunet Mortgage, an equal housing lender, NMLS ID 255368, and Acunet Realty Advisors, which is a separate company from but still affiliated with Acunet Mortgage. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from Acunet Mortgage and Realty's Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And as always, a very, uh, wishing you a very pleasant Sunday morning, everyone. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Mark Segris, along with Acunet Mortgage and Acunet Realty Advisor and owner Brian Wicker. David taking uh, the day off, but it's a pleasure working with Brian on the show this morning. And also, as always, if you have a question or comment, just give us a call or text us on the Acunet Mortgage Talk or text line, the number 414-799-1620. Brian, good to be with you again, sir. Thanks a lot. Let's get started. I got some great stories to share, but let's get started just setting the table with market conditions right now. I've crunched the numbers for the month of August. Uh, this comes to us from the Multiple Listing Service of the Greater Milwaukee Association of Realtors, of which I am a card carrying member. There were 2,206 single family detached and condominiums in the five county metro area that changed hands in August with the help of a member of a National Association of Realtors. That's 60, fewer sales than in August of last year, so a 2.6% reduction in the number of condo and single-family home sales. On a year-to-date basis, realtors helped 15,293 condo and homeowners uh, change keys, and that's 1.8% fewer than through this date in 2017. All right, so now here's the good news for home shoppers. There were 453 more listings in August than closed sales. So inventory is growing a little bit, even though fewer people did list their homes in August compared to August of last year. Now, if you split the condos and the single-family homes apart, condo sales were down more. They were down 8% in August. Uh, The median sales price, by the way, of a condo in the five-county metro area in August was $172,500. That's up five grand, or 3% from a year ago. Single-family home sales were down just 1.4%, or 26 fewer sales, with a median price of $233,000. That's 4.5% above last August's median sales price. And uh, year-to-date, the number of single-family home sales is down only 1.7%. I know we got a lot of our friendly competitors uh, who listen to the show, and so I haven't done this statistic in a while. How many people pay cash? What percentage of people pay cash? Uh, Mark, uh, on a single-family home, do you think it's 10%, 15%, or 20% of single-family homeowners yeah, pay cash? I would venture to say 15%. Yep, 14.5% of single-family home, home buyers paid cash. Two-thirds of them took some kind of a regular normal mortgage. 10% used FHA financing, which we offer at Acunet. 4% used VA loans, which we offer at Acunet, and is the best thing since tap year if you're a veteran. Only 1% of single-family home sales were reported as using the WIDA program. There were only 21 WIDA loans in the whole five-county area. I counted up. Acunet did four. Uh, WIDA loans in the five-county area in August. So we've had like a 20% market share on WIDA loans, apparently at least in the month of August. That's because WIDA, if you meet their income limits, is oftentimes, not always, because remember we talked last week, our first-time homebuyer was, right. WIDA wasn't the head and shoulders best. 
because of her excellent credit. But, you know, that's usually our first stop for any first-time homebuyer in Wisconsin. Over on the condo side of things, what percentage uh, of condo owners paid cash, Mark? Do you think it was uh, a third, uh, a fourth, or a fifth? So 20 25% or 33% of condo I owners would say, paid cash? I would venture to say for condos, it might be a little more, so I would go with a third. Yep, 35% as a matter of fact. 35% of the 390 condo buyers using a realtor in August in the five-county Milwaukee metro area paid cash. So for those of us mortgage folks out there, we're really competing to win the right to finance only 65% of the condo transactions that take place and 85% of the single-family homes because the rest of them are paying cash. All right, let's talk about the fastest-selling communities. We teased this in our run-up to the show. And, you know, David always likes to say, I can't believe it. You know, it's too long because the (laughs) average number of days it took for a, I'm just going to drill down on single family homes now. The average number of days it took in the five county Milwaukee metro area for municipalities that had at least 10 sales. Uh, No, no, no. I think this is for everybody. I take that back. Everybody Uh, was 43 days. That's 1.4 months. Between the day you put the sign in the front yard and the time you got your accepted offer. And then it took another 38 days on average to get to closing. So from the time you put the sign in until the time you're pushing yourself back from the closing table with cash in hand, it's 2.7 months. 2.7 months. Um, So, you know, I know it's the availability bias. That's what economic researchers call it because we only tell stories about the ones that sold in a half an hour or one day or three days. That's the one that people talk about. But there are all these other ones that don't get talked about, and that's what the average is. All right, it's time for that break. When we come back, I'll give you the uh, countdown of the 13 municipalities that had an average time to close or time to get the accepted offer of less than a month, plus the ones on the other end of the spectrum when we come back. All right, good stuff as always to know. You're listening to the Afghanet Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. Your Milwaukee Bucks are playing their first full year in the Pfizer Forum. Text Bucks to 414-799-1620 to see the full 82 game schedule. All right, Brian, this is always an interesting part of the show. We were talking about uh, transaction turnaround time for new real estate. Uh, and Metro Milwaukee certainly yeah. gives you a good uh, a good you know, a key focal point for what's going on in the market. Yeah, and so here are the 13 fastest. We had 13 municipalities in single-family detached in the five-county Milwaukee area where the sellers got accepted offers in less than a month, less than a month. Okay, uh, tied for 10th place. Selling and getting that accepted offer in 28 days are West Dallas, Eagle, and Caledonia. Ninth place is West Bend at 27 days. Glendale and Brown Deer tied at 26 days. Again, from the time it hits the MLS to the time they get the accepted offer. Menominee Falls is 7th at 24 days. Greendale, 23 days. Oak Creek, 22 days. New Berlin, which has been in the top a lot this year, 20 days. So still almost three weeks, folks, you know. Remember, and remember, these are averages. 
And I'm only looking at municipalities where there are at least 10 sales so that, you know, if you have a stinker in there, it's not going to throw it too far off. Uh, in third place, this uh, rating period for August, Germantown, otherwise known as G-Town, at 18 days. Cudahy at 15 days. And the number one fastest-selling municipality, I wish we had a drum roll, but that's all right. Next time we'll do that. At just 10 days is St. Francis. I don't wow. think they've been in the top uh, 10. Well, how do you go figure saying. that? What do you think the deciding I, factor is on that? I I did not drill down. Um, I'm just going to think maybe affordability. Yeah. You know, maybe. And it's by the lake, which I think is attractive. Gorgeous view. Uh, Gorgeous view. A lot of people, right? You know, convenient to downtown. Maybe those are. Well, let's go. We're going to get the St. Francis, uh, you know, community uh, director on the phone. On the other end of the spectrum. Here are the municipalities where the average, and now this could be, you know, uh, skewed by some stinkers uh, where that have been on the market forever, but here, here's the facts anyway. Uh, longest, these are uh, municipalities where it's taken more than two months to get the accepted offer. Uh, Delafield, 62 days. Burlington, 72 days. Heartland, my zip code, 77 days. Hartford, up the road here on Highway 83, 79 days. Mequon, 84. Fox Point, 89 days. And this has got to be skewed by some property, I think, just because it's such a ridiculous number. Lisbon, the town of Lisbon, 111 days between listing and getting the accepted offer. Um, and I think the thing that those markets have in common, except for maybe Burlington and Hartford, are they're higher priced. You know, Mequon, Fox Point, Heartland, you know, are are tend to be higher priced but uh, so quite a variety there remember the average you know if, if everybody thinks that they're better than average and the average it took in the entire five county metro area for people who closed in august was 43 days 1.4 months from the time they listed to the time they got their accepted offer all right when we come back uh, from this next break i've got a really good story so now that you know that the market is still tight I've got a story about a couple who got an accepted offer um, on the 28th of August that was contingent on the sale of their home. Well, now, wait a minute, right? Haven't we been talking all year, Mark, about how, well, it's almost impossible to find a seller who's willing to accept your offer contingent upon the sale of your home? Well, these folks did, but then three days later, they got the dreaded bump notice. We're going to talk about all the events surrounding that and how we were uh, able to pull off, well, a minor miracle when we come back. All right. Looking forward to that. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. The Packers are celebrating 100 years of football. Dennis Krause, pregame host on the Packers radio network, has been there for the last 30 of those years. Uh, Mr. Krause sits down with our very own Greg Matzik Sunday morning, this Sunday morning, just a little bit from now at 11 o'clock on WTMJ Conversations to explain some uh, exchange some uh, interesting comments and observations on those first 100 years. Among them, the price of talent, how has risen in the NFL. Uh, WTMJ News Time is 1024. More from Bryant on, uh, well, 
the dreaded bump notice, but you were able to turn something around regarding the bump notice from one of your clients recently, right? Yes, sir. And here's the here are the details on the story. We had provided a credit verified pre-approval to these folks in early August. It was a referral from parents whose loan we'd done a couple years ago, now saying, hey, son, you're going to buy a house. You need to talk to these guys at Acunet Mortgage. So anybody listening out here, you know, if you know somebody, son, daughter, granddaughter, or friend, uh, this is the kind of uh, things that we're able to pull off because we're a locally owned and well-run mortgage company here. So we had issued a credit verified pre-approval, not rock solid. For whatever reason, probably human nature, they never got us their income and down payment documentation. Well, three weeks later on a Tuesday, August 28th, before the Labor Day weekend, they got an accepted offer contingent on the sale of their existing home. Now, that's kind of rare. And I'm thinking to myself as I'm look, thinking about telling the story, I wonder why the seller was willing to accept an offer contingent upon the sale of their home. And here's what I found out. The seller had actually put their home on the market like June 1st. Hmm. And they had gotten an accepted offer within four weeks, which we just said was normal, right? Normal marketing time, 43 days. So mm -hmm. they're perfectly normal. But then I could tell by looking at the history in the MLS that the deal fell through two weeks after the accepted offer, probably because of a home inspection contingency issue. So now our buyers come along, remember, so it goes back on the market mid-July. Our buyers come along at the end of August. It's now three months after the seller originally put the house up for sale. So it probably feels like forever right? Because all your friends and everybody at the water cooler is telling you how their homes are selling in three days. And here you are three months on the market. And we're talking about a price range between 250 and 300 in Waukesha County. So it's not like it's some high end, you know, house. Um, so they accept the offer. That's why I think the seller accepted the offer contingent upon our buyer's sale of their existing home. But just a couple of days later, uh, remember I said they got the accepted offer on Tuesday the 28th. I think on Friday or maybe Saturday the 1st, our buyers get the dreaded bump notice. And remember that says, hey, remember how you wrote this offer contingent upon the sale of your home? Mm -hmm. Well, I've got another offer that I've accepted that I like better. So you now have 48 hours to drop the home sale contingency, uh, which they did on Saturday the 1st. That was the first, that was the Saturday of Labor Day weekend. Okay. So on the Saturday Labor Day weekend is when our loan consultant who was working with the buyers gets the call saying, Hey, we dropped your home sale contingency. Can we still buy the house and afford to carry both homes? And as luck would have it, that loan consultant was out of town on vacation. But luckily we have backup systems and plans. So another loan consultant was able to step, step in, run the numbers. And sure enough, they could afford to buy without selling. And there's another kicker, though. For reasons I do not yet know or understand, the buyer's agent had inserted an additional requirement into the bump clause. And it required the buyer to not only drop their sale of home contingency, but also their financing contingency. And I think what they may have done is just like hit a button that put in some standard language because... It then also referred, I want to just read you quickly what it says. If the seller accepts a bona fide secondary offer, the seller may give written notice to the buyer of acceptance. And if the buyer does not deliver to the seller a written waiver of the closing of buyer's property contingency, and, and this is where there's a blank line, where the buyer's agent inserted, quote, 
any financing contingency, see Addendum A, Waiver of Financing Contingency Clause. Did I mention the details? <laughs> it's uh, all about are, the are details. <laughs> in mortgage lending. So, so if you flip over to Addendum A, it says that, oh, if you're waiving your financing contingency and you leave the little line blank, you then have seven calendar days from the date you waive your financing contingency, which was September 1st, uh, you know, a Saturday ago, a week ago Saturday. You have only seven calendar days to deliver proof you can either pay cash or say, here's my mortgage loan commitment letter, proving that you can buy the home. And, it, and that commitment letter cannot be contingent on the sale of your house. So here we are on the Saturday before Labor Day. We've got seven days. Wait, that's September 8th. Oh, well, that's a Saturday. So we really have until September 7th. We have four work days to get these folks loan approved. Oh, did I mention that the appraisal was on hold because they didn't want us to do it until their inspection was done? Oh, man. So because we have connections and we're like the best customer of a lot of people, we got the appraisal done, got came in on Friday and it was fine. And we got the loan underwritten and approved and delivered their commitment letter in four business days. And they are now still going to buy the house. They wow. are happy then and now. I don't want this, everybody thinking, hey, can you do my loan in four days? This is the exception. <laughs> okay. See what happens when you're really good. You got to be really good all the time. Yeah, that's right. All right. When we come back, uh, we'll do a little rate update. And I've also got the seven surprises for first time home buyers. You want to stick around for that after the news. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And Brian, I think at this point you wanted to catch up on some uh, some rates. Is that right, sir? Yeah, let me give you a little rate update. Uh, one other thing I forgot to tell about that great uh, Save the Day story on the bump clause. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't even know about it. Really? Until I got an email from our operations manager, Jason Hansen, saying, Hey, I forgot to tell you about this incredible success story. I'm like, wow. I love the part that I didn't have to get involved. Okay, so let's talk about what's going on with uh, interest rates. Um, and uh, what happened was on Friday, we got the jobs report. The monthly jobs report always has the opportunity to, as they say, royal uh, interest rates. And that's what happened because it was a little better than expected. There were 201,000 new jobs created. And the unemployment rate uh, still is sitting there at 3.9%. And here was what really got the interest rate markets a little scared. Year-over-year um, -year wages were up 2.9%. So that's good news for workers, right? Hey, you're finally, you know, uh, getting paid more than the rate of inflation. But what that says to the financial markets is, hmm, if labor costs are starting to rise finally, isn't labor a component of every good and service that is sold in this great country? And the answer is yes. So maybe that is going to stoke the fires of inflation. And remember, inflation is the enemy of interest rates because if you're investing in 10-year United States Treasuries, whose yield ended the week at... 2.94%. And if inflation were to reach 2.4% or 3, all of a sudden you're not really making any money. 
right? Because the inflation is eating away at the income that you're going to get and you're just standing still. So that's why these numbers matter. And so interest rates got a little worse on Friday. But here's an example of uh, where we stand. I decided to use the $233,000 single family uh, detached uh, median sales price. And what if you're putting 10% down on that uh, particular loan? Well, your friends at low overhead Acunet could offer a 4.625% rate. That's four and five eighths. The annual percentage rate, which includes some of the closing costs and also the cost of monthly mortgage insurance, uh, makes the APR 4.84%. And to snag that uh, rate, you would have to pay your friends at Accident Mortgage $1,695 in closing costs, okay? And we'd give you other options too, but I, I picked that one because while we were on that last break, I went over to a large bank and use their online pricing tool. And um, I won't tell you their name, but their initials are BMO. Okay, how'd I do? Pretty good. And uh, their closing costs for the same rate are $3,017. So $3,017 uh, minus uh, 1695 oh, Shazam. Our closing costs are $1,300 less. For the same rate. For the same rate. That's the that's one of the many value propositions that we offer. But there's more than that. It's also the fact that we get stuff done. We keep you informed, which reduces the anxiety of homeowning. Remember a couple of weeks ago we had that survey on that 33% of homebuyers cry? Yes. Uh, yes. During the home buying process because it's so stressful? Well, that's another one of our value propositions. We're not just typically lower priced than the competition. But especially during the home buying process, we are going to keep you informed. We hope that you will take advantage of our rock solid guaranteed pre-approval program because that in and of itself is a super stress reducer because we've ironed out all the details. If there's something like a large deposit that needs verifying, we're not doing it when you're under the gun, which by the way, created a deal uh, recently uh, for some home buyers because they had not been rock solid pre-approved and they had an unacceptable deposit that they were going to use for their down payment. Um, so that can reduce the stress. We are really in the business of doing smooth purchase transactions. And then when a problem comes up, like we just talked about before the news, like, oh, my God, all of a sudden I have an emergency bump clause. Uh, you know, we're really good at solving problems. And, you know, a lot of times I get involved. Luckily, in that case, I didn't have to get involved, which just speaks volumes for the quality of the people that we have on our team. And, you know, I, I get to walk into closings, Mark, and, and collect the glory, uh, you know, most of the time. And I went into several this week and our buyers without any, you know, prompting uh, from me in this particular one, they didn't even know that the loan consultant who was standing there was my son-in-law, just went on and on about, oh, Tim was great. Uh, Shannon, the loan manager, was fabulous. I can't tell. But these guys deserve an extra bonus. They did such a great job because they, what? told me every week what was going on. I knew what was going on every step of the way and gave me fantastic choices. I felt like I knew what was going on and I understood my choices every step of the way. All right, so that's that's what you get with your friends from Acunet. When we come back from this next break, we're going to talk about the seven surprises for especially first-time homebuyers, but it could be for any buyer when we come back. All right, looking forward to that. Uh, you're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. 
important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. It is the Packers and Bears this Sunday at Lambeau. Who will leave with an unblemished record when it's all over? Well, voice of the Packers, Wayne Larravee, breaks down the game with Gene Miller Monday, 751 on Wisconsin's Morning News. During the show this morning, Brian, you were alluding to the fact that uh, communication and details are the key to success in real estate, but there are also there's also the question element of surprise. There are seven surprises right. newcomers should be aware of. What are they? Yep, I think uh, here we go. Number one, appraisers must be given a complete copy of the offer to purchase, including the sales price. I would say about half of home buyers, certainly half of first-time home buyers, are surprised to learn that they're like, "Wait, I, I, can't you just black out the purchase price?" And nope. Realtors have a really good lobby, and so for decades, the appraiser, uh, and they swear they're not influenced on it, but I'm here to tell you they are. Um, and, and what the appraisers are doing is they're estimating a range of value. Well, I think the properties were somewhere between uh, 480000 and five hundred, and, you know, the most probable uh, value is, guess what, always the purchase price, if the purchase price falls within the range, because that's what the two independent, you know, parties agree to. All right, so that's number one is the appraiser gets to know the purchase price. Uh, number two, the right to cure defects. We've talked about this a lot. If you have to, in your negotiation, give the seller the right to cure defects in a Wisconsin transaction anyway, and you don't do anything else but give them the right to cure defects, the seller gets to decide how the defects are cured. And their standard of care is only, quote, a good and workmanlike manner. Everybody knows what that means, right? Mark, you and I know what that means, right? I mean, it's pretty open-ended, though, isn't it? It is extremely open-ended. And the worst case I can, that is stuck in my memory forever is there needed to be tuck pointing, you know, where they chisel out the mortar uh, on a chimney and then put in new mortar, and that has to be done by a mason. Well, the seller decided in his sole discretion that good and workmanlike meant putting in caulk. I'm just going to caulk those oh boy. up. Oh, boy. Okay? And then you only have to... Um, complete that three days prior to closing under the standard language. So if you're going to have to give somebody the right to cure defects, uh, please, you know, make sure your real estate agent or agents out there write in some extra language that gives your buyer the right and ability to participate in choosing the manner of the cure and maybe have it get done more than three days before closing so that if your friendly lender has to go out there and inspect it, We've got more than three days because that isn't normally going to happen. Item number three, cost to cancel. You know, you go into it and you're thinking, yeah, this is great. But here are the expenses that you could incur. And remember, I had this happen when I was helping our daughter uh, Grace and her husband Tim buy their first home in Wauwatosa. Well, the first thing you pay for is the home inspection. That's easily $500, including the radon test. Oh, then the uh, home inspector turns up some problems. In this case, it was a basement problem. Oh, call your friendly structural engineer to come out and evaluate the basement walls. Oh, there's another $400, so I'm into it 900 bucks. What if during this time you also had the um, appraisal done? There's another 450 So you're somewhere between 900 and $1,350 that you've laid out. And you might have to do that because in the case of my daughter, we wanted out of the contract, okay? But we needed the structural engineer's report to do that. So mm-hmm. 900 bucks down the drain, you know, let's get ready to do this again on the next one. So 
you know, do it with your eyes wide open in the bright sunlight. That was one problem actually on this house. Now that I'm retelling the story, we saw it like in the evening, in the fall, and the light was dim. That wasn't very smart on the part of the okay. father. Oh, that's right. That was me. Okay, so uh, item, oh, it's time for, uh, coming up on a time, we're almost, I got one more here for, and then we'll finish up the three after the break. Student loan payments. The good news is we can now use income-based student loan payments as the qualifying payment for most loan programs. Your vanilla 30-year fixed rate deal, that's fine. But if you need FHA or you want to use VA financing, and on some jumbo loans, meaning those over $453,100, we have to use the greater of the actual verified payment or 1% of the current student loan balance. <clears throat> so let's say you've got a $50,000 student loan and you're only required to pay 100 bucks a month. That's great as long as we're doing regular 30-year fixed rate financing. But if you're going FHA or VA, we have to use $500 a month for a $50,000 student loan payment. All right, so there's your first four surprises for home buyers. We'll come back after this break and finish up with the last three of our top seven surprises. Excellent. When we come back. All right, you're listening to the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Find a place to call home. Without the headache, this is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. You know, before the break, Brian, you really did touch on something important. Time of day is critical for a first-time homebuyer to really get a good look at the property. Especially as we go into this time of year where the days are getting shorter, and which, you know, I'm telling everybody in, in some of our 60-second radio commercials, now's a good time to get out there. If you were discouraged before, uh, in the home buying process, or you're just kind of thinking, well, should, I, should we start looking now uh, for a home, honey, or should we wait until spring? I vote for now. Uh, and that's because there are fewer home buyers. Uh, the, the herd is thinned. Um, and there are still homes for sale. By the way, people who list their homes, I think, for sale in the fall might be a little bit more motivated. Um, so, you know, get out there, but you got to have that rock solid guaranteed pre approval. And you got to have a good buyer's agent. Remember, we had this story last week about how we connected uh, a pre-approved buyer who's very cooperative, very smart, with a new uh, uh, bona fide buyer's agent, meaning the agents can represent her and her best interests. And so I bet you that she gets an accepted offer within the next month. I forgot to um, touch base with her here before the show to see how she's doing. But um, at any rate, fall's a good time to buy. But buy, Jove, go through the house in the bright sunshine, in the daylight, if you can, you know, so that you can see what's going on with the roof. I had another one where I was looking at, my dad would have been ashamed of me. We, I looked at this house, I wrote the offer. We had to get out of two contracts with uh, Grace and her husband, Tim. And in this case, the roof was shot and you could see it from standing on the ground. You know, that just the roof looked bad. And when I went there for the home inspection during the daylight and I was standing up there looking at it with the inspector, I thought, boy, I'm an idiot. So... Anyway, uh, bright sunshine is your friend. All right, so number five in our list of top seven surprises for home buyers, especially first-time home buyers. But this is something that I think would surprise everybody. This is part of the Wisconsin Standard Offer to Purchase contract. Special assessments by taxing authorities and/or homeowners associations that are levied on or after the accepted offer date, but before closing, are the responsibility of the buyer. What? How could that be? No, it's not a typo. Look at lines 360 to 362 in your hymnal called the offer to purchase. That's the way the standard language reads. So the only way to protect yourself 
as buyer is to have your real estate agent modify that standard language and make the seller responsible. I tell you, everybody thinks, well, no, 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 there's a special assessment for closing. That's the seller's problem. Uh-uh, not in Wisconsin. The buyer's problem. If it happened after the accepted offer date. Okay, uh, number seven. I'm sorry, six. Uh, earnest money. I would tell you that every home buyer thinks, well, if I cancel the offer, like if the appraisal comes in low or I my loan gets denied, I get my earnest money back automatically, right? Mm-mm. Lines 376 to 394 give all the details, but the short story is you have to sign, both the buyer and the seller have to sign a form called a consent and mutual release in order to instruct the broker who's holding the earnest money to return it to the buyers. And if there's a dispute, you get to go to small claims court. And item number seven, well, all I'm at risk for if I default on the contract is my earnest money, right? No, 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 no. Not so fast. Lines 281 to 284 in the Wisconsin Residential Offer to Purchase clearly state that the seller or whoever the aggrieved party is can sue in county court for specific performance. In other words, you go to the judge and say, hey, Mr. Judge, order this person to sell their home to me. They're reneging on the contract for invalid reasons or flip the tables around. I would tell you I have never heard of that happening. But the seller or the buyer can sue for damages. So let's say you offered 250 for a house and you decided just to walk away because you didn't like it anymore. The seller later turns around and sells the home for 225. They could sue you for the actual damages of the $25,000 reduced sales price. So be careful and you know, don't be afraid to pay a couple hundred dollars to an attorney if you get into a tough spot uh, with your contract be and maybe try reading the contract. I know it's not fun, but uh, you really got to because to be mentioned, the devil's in the details on all this stuff because it is. And uh, all you got to do to get started to because uh, we're going to be off now for four weeks in a row because of noon Packer games. Um all you got to do to get started to become a sharp home buyer this fall is to click on the blue button at acunet.com, where the website is accunet.com. And also, we forgot to mention, or I did, the Federal Reserve later this month, there is now like a 99% chance that they are going to raise the Fed funds rate, which will automatically push the prime rate from its current 5% level to 5 and a quarter. Oh, the chances of them raising rates again in December are at like 72%, which will push the prime rate to five and a half. And the chances of them doing it again in March, which will put the prime rate at five and three quarters, is something over 50% right now. So the rate on your credit card, the rate on your home equity line of credit is going to do nothing but keep creeping up. And meanwhile, even though we had a little bit of a rate bump on Friday, you know, we're still talking about 30 year fixed rates that start with the number four with really low interest rates. So why would you want to keep you know, balances on an adjustable rate that's going to keep creeping higher. Right now is the time to look at that before the Fed raises rates again. All right, well, that's all the time we have for this week. When we come back, I'm going to make sure that David doesn't take that day off. In fact, maybe I'm going to make him do the show himself. That day. <laughs> <laughs> he does a great job. David does a great no, job. I'll be, I'll be rearing to go. We'll have so many stories when we come back from this uh, Packer-induced break that uh, we'll have a lot to say. So uh, go Packers, and we'll see you in four weeks. Always a pleasure working with you and David, Brian. Thank you so much for educating us on uh, how to go about that, that first time out purchasing property or second or third time, whatever the case may be. Always great to be with you on a Sunday morning. WTMJ News Time is 1058.
The preceding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts or guests of Accident Mortgage and Accident Realty Advisors and not WTMJ Radio or Scripps Media Incorporated.